Good morning. It is Kale and Company Live right here on your favorite radio station, WKXL, nhtalkradio.com. It is Friday, so that means the Friday Fun Bunch. And of course, as always, we are presented by Northeast Delta Dental. We say good morning to Kitty Ray. Good morning, Kitty. Good morning. Great to have you with us, our resident flick chick. And ladies and gentlemen, without any further ado, we bring in from a remote location the president and CEO of Northeast Delta Dental, and that would be Tom Raffio. Good morning, Tom. Good morning, and uh, Ken, you you pronounced the flick chick correctly. I it's, did. it's only taken you five years. I, well, you know, I, I still, you know, I haven't perfected it yet. You know, once in a while, I still get it wrong, but it's okay. It reminds me of a line that Dr. Mitch Correy, who's my chief dental officer, we just had a meeting yesterday with uh, uh, about veterans. Anyway, he's been practicing for 52 years, so his his big line is that. He's still practicing, <laughs> even though he's been doing dentistry, one of the few ever that have gone over 50 years. I just want to give him a big shout out because nice. he deserves it. He deserves he, it. I've been he, practicing this crap for over 52 oh years. Oh, my God. I still cr- haven't gotten it right. I thought uh, you uh, said crap, not craft. No, but, no. <laughs> sorry. But, 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 excuse me, but for my veterans friends out there, if you are in oral health pain, just give me a call at 223 1000, and we have several. Several buckets that we can take care of veterans, and that's the term I'm using now. So if you're on Medicaid, there's now an adult benefit. Um, if, you're been, if you're fully disabled, you can get your dental care at the VA. Um, you also, we have a traditional Delta Dental insurance coverage through Delta of California. And finally, if, you know, if none of those, if you're, not, if you're in none of those categories, we have a, a program that my board has sponsored for $200,000 a year, and Mitch handles this. And so you call me, we make sure you're a veteran. You meet with Mitch, and then uh, if you qualify, then we we take care of it, and Delta Dental sponsors it. So just give me a call at two two three one three zero zero. And believe it or not, fellas and and gals, you will get me directly or my voicemail, and I'll return your call. There you go, and I know you will, Tom, because you're very good about that, and uh, that is something for uh, a president and CEO to give out uh, a phone number like that to have direct access. To the main man, yeah. that is terrific. But and it's uh, just not a phone number; it's his it's phone number. His phone number. <laughs> yes. You definitely, you yeah. definitely get me. The only thing I would say to my veteran friends is, you've got to leave your phone number because I had one gentleman left me a very compelling message that went on for three minutes, which is fine because I learned all of about him. But didn't leave, didn't leave the phone number. Of course, with modern technology, so what I did is I forwarded that message to our information technology uh-huh. department. And they were, if you don't have a blocked phone, you actually can retrieve the phone number. So we did get his phone number and then called. So I'm happy to do that extra step. But it, it's a lot easier if you actually leave your phone number. You know, I must not have a block phone number because it seems like everybody in the world calls me. I very rarely answer. I only answer if I know who it is. Too funny. Well, our, yeah, our landline at home, Ellen and I, we uh, it's always spam. Yep. <laughs> so, yep. but but without getting into a lot of detail, we need to keep our landline because the cell service where where I where I live isn't particularly good, and also it connects with our. You know, with our cable service, but right. in any event, yes, Tom. I um, we, we have I just a want to. Rem- oh. Yeah, I have to remind people too that we have individual and family plans. So even if you're not a veteran or in Medicaid, right. if you want some 
relatively inexpensive dental insurance, just go on deltadentalcoversme.com, click New Hampshire, and even you can, in 45 yes. seconds, can purchase some some dental insurance. There you go. In 45 seconds or less, you can you do it. You got it. You can that's do what it. People, that's what people tell me. You, 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 you hit New Hampshire, you pick the least expensive dental plan, boom, done. And and we're done. So uh, hey, well we got to get to football picks because I'm on assignment here. But uh, what'd you think of that game last night? <laughs> you know, I honestly didn't see. I I was actually oh doing God. a basketball game last night in Henniker, New England College uh, basketball game. And how was and how was your three point call? Uh, it was. Uh, you know what? I I when I when a, when a New England College player uh, hits a three pointer, I say bingo. I love it. But. I only had the opportunity to say it once last night, so oh, wow. I, I felt a little deprived. I'm sure uh, Coach Mason did as well, uh, not because he didn't hear me say bingo, but because uh, of the lack of three-pointers. But nonetheless, uh, New England College lost to the Wentworth Institute of Technology in Boston, which happens to be uh, my father's alma mater, Wentworth wow. Institute. Yeah. Come, yeah. to come to come full circle but the interesting thing about the football game last night was yeah. they at halftime it was something like 41 to nothing something like that right. yeah. and the record and you remember this but it was in when we played the Tennessee Titan I say we meaning New England Patriots they had like a 45 nothing halftime lead um, and, and then and then unlike uh, Antonio last night who wanted to keep the foot on the gas pedal Belichick Took the foot off the gas pedal, so I think I think the Patriots ended up in the fifties, but not not sixty or seventy. But in any event, it was a while, and especially given the fact that the Raiders uh, just uh, days earlier were shut out by Minnesota, then right. they go out and score sixty three points. So on average, yeah. they scored thirty one and a half points. Oh, gee! But that I'll reminds you, that, me that Harvard education comes in handy sometimes. But that kitty reminds me of a funny story, like uh, why averages sometimes you have to really think it through. Because like, if you put your one foot in a boiling hot water and, and boiled off your foot, and the other one in an ice bucket, on average you're feeling pretty good. But meanwhile, you have no more feet left. So, <laughs> oh, gosh. Jeez, so, I, so and then uh, so one public service. The uh, race at uh, Bishop Brady tomorrow at 11, Bishop Brady and Conk at 11 o'clock, same-day registration. It raises funds for the Habitat for Humanity, and it's in honor of Perry Seagroves, who's one of the professors, one of my best friends over at uh, NHCI. But with that, we better, uh, we better get along. better football picks, yes. And last week, uh, Kitty was the leader at four Whoa. up and one down. Yes, yeah, yes. Yeah, Kitty, I, I, <laughs> Kitty, I love you, but you have to admit, that was a the last minute change on it the giant. Hey, but it is what it is. Yeah. I know. You it's sound like Belichick. <laughs> you, could, you, you could make last minute changes if you would like, Tom, but uh, uh, you were three and two. <laughs> you did okay, and I stunk. I was one and four last week. So Kitty's on top, uh, 40 and 32. Tom at 39 and 33. I'm at 37 and 35. So I have some work to do. Anyway, the first game we're going to choose, we have three games tomorrow. Wow. First one, 7 and 6 Minnesota at 7 and 6 Cincinnati. That game starts at 1 o'clock. Tom, what do you say about that one? Going with the Bengals. They look good last week. They're still in the playoff hunt. Um, their backup quarterback seems to have his act together. Minnesota's doesn't, and it's home, so I'm going with the Bengals. 
I agree. I'm going with the Bengals. So it is unanimous. We are all going with Cincinnati over Minnesota. Uh, at 4.30 tomorrow, it'll be 7-6 and six Pittsburgh at 7-6 and six Indianapolis. What do you have for that one, Kitty? I'm taking the Colts. You are taking Indianapolis. Tom? Going with the Steelers. They tend to bounce back after they're terrible, so I'm going with the Steelers. And I am going with the Indy mm. on that one. Then at 4.30, it'll be 7-6 and six Denver at 9-4 and four Detroit. Tom, what do you say about that one? Going with Detroit, they also had a stinker recently, and they'll I think they'll bounce back. So I'm going with Detroit. Yeah, I am as well. I'm going with the Lions. You are going with Better Detroit. record in their home. I, in home. I am going with Denver in that Ooh. one. I'm going with I, desperate times, folks. Call for desperate measures. That's right. As they say in Sweeney Todd. Uh, <laughs> uh, now, Sunday, 10-3 and three Baltimore at 8-5 and five Jacksonville at 8-20. Kitty? Well, I'm hoping uh, my fantasy football quarterback, Lamar Jackson, can continue winning, and I'm going with the Ravens. Tom? I'm, I'm going with the Ravens as well because they definitely want to get the number one seed and now in a good position, and I'm not sure about the health of the Jacksonville quarterback, so I'm going with Baltimore. And I am going with Jacksonville, Ooh, which probably explains why I'm in last place. By the way, Ken, when you try to make up, you, you know, when a better tries yeah, to make yes. up for all the losses, they just get worse. I've learned that lesson, Tom. But I'm just kidding. Just <laughs> letting you know. Not that it's done me any good, but I've, I've, I've learned from experience. And uh, finally, Monday, Monday night, 10-3 and 3 Philly at 6-7 and 7. Seattle. That's the 8:15 kickoff. And Tom, what do you say about that one? Going with Philly because they they also had a stinker and they got to get their act together. So I think this this will start their recovery. And along with Nathan and Eddie and all my friends and family, it's going to be the Eagles again. All right. I know uh, Eddie is tuned in, he as is. he always does. He does. In Virginia. Yes. And I am going with uh, Philly as well. Okay. So that is unanimous, folks. It is unanimous. There's one notable birthday today. Let's see if we can guess this one quickly, because we're running out of time, Tom, and I know you are as well. The actor Don Johnson. Celebrating today. Remember him? Don Miami, Jeff, my, my, Miami, Miami Vice. Vice. Yeah. yeah. Dakota Johnson's father. What do you say, Kitty? Oh, gosh. 70. Is in a 70. 70. Ah, 5. 75. I was going to go with 75. So now I have to either go with uh, 76. 74. Whoa. Oh, 74. All right, Kitty. Kitty wins. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Kitty. Woo. Good wow. job. She, yeah, she has done very well. Football picks and birthdays. She's rolling. I'm I'm rolling. Tom, uh, have, a, have a great weekend. Hopefully right. we'll see you tomorrow at Bishop Brady. Bishop Brady. Thanks. Bye-bye. Yep. Oh, wait a minute. And this show is presented by Northeast, Northeast Delta, Delta Dental. Dental. All right. I guess Tom left us. He had to. He, he had to. He is on a tight, tight schedule today. He has to make the money at, so we can at, keep at, having as our As are we. Andrew is waving his arms in there, trying to get my attention. He's doing football (laughs) All right, we'll take a break. We'll continue right after these words. Right here, WKXLNHtalkradio.com. Don't touch that dial. Don't you just love Tom Raffio and that Delta Dental commercial? That was pretty good, huh? Yeah, yeah. it was. It was yeah. Awesome.
Kale and Company live right here on WKXL, nhtalkradio.com. Friday Fun Bunch, Tom uh, had to leave. He has uh, some business to attend to. I saw him recently on that commercial, that? No, the Tom? Happy Holidays commercial. Uh, yeah, I saw him uh, yeah, last awesome. night on uh, MeTV. Yes. You know, uh, awesome. watch the WMUR News at uh, 10 on MeTV. I don't want to stay up that late to uh, watch it at 11. Although, unless there was a Celtics game on. Or... Right, right. Well, the Celtics, they did play last <laughs> night and they won. And uh, they, they are now 12 and 0 on their home court this year. Wow, that's good. Yeah, the last regular season home game that they lost uh, on uh, the home court was uh, March 5th of this year. Wow. Uh, last season to the New York Knicks in double overtime, and uh, my grandson and I were there along with. Tom Raffio for that game. Yes. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. You know, it's funny. We were talking football, and if Tom was here and had a little bit more time, <clears throat> we talked about the game last night. Yeah. With a huge... Uh, what was the huge deficit? What, you, what it was, was it at one point? To, well, it was 42 to nothing. Yeah, 42 Vegas to nothing at, at one point. Yeah. Yeah. It was like, wow. But <laughs> I wanted to see if anyone else has ever done this. You know, you have these fancy remote controls, and you uh, can yeah. talk into them and say, NFL football. And it came on to the TV, and it was like, ah! Oh. So I'm doing Christmas cards and doing all the festive holiday stuff, watching the game. It wasn't even the current game. I wasn't even paying attention. I don't even know why I had it on, but I it, think was it was a, a rerun. game from last season. I don't know. <laughs> what is up with that? <laughs> don't trust those remote controls or pay attention. You, you, you've got to pay attention. You've got to pay attention to the game. Yep. I do not know yeah. how I'm in the lead because I didn't even know I was watching the, the wrong, wrong the game. The wrong game. And maybe even the wrong season. Yeah, I think maybe it was. It maybe was. But uh, do you know it's it football? Confusing. It gets confusing on Thursday nights with this Amazon Prime, but but talking about confusing three games on a Saturday. Yeah, well, late in the season Why? they do that because there's no college football. Oh, uh, at that time, that's true. I mean, uh, the regular college football season is pretty much over. There might be a stray game here or there, but uh, basically, the regular season in college football has come to an end. So the NFL utilizes Saturday because they know there's an audience for it because there's no college football. Well, and so that means all of the they're getting ready for all the bowl games of college, uh, right? right? Around and the holidays. Plenty of them. All 312 bowl games uh, will be played. How many? Uh, well, that might be a slight exaggeration. Oh, okay. But, yeah, but a lot, there are lots right? Of them. You lots said only be just a few. Yeah, I used mean, to be, used to be New Year, and they were Rose all on New Bowl, Year's Day. Yep. Correct. Yep. Used yeah. to gather around the TV set for the Rose Bowl and the Orange Bowl, the Cotton Bowl. Yeah, but now they have like a Tortilla Bowl. Uh, oh, they got all of them. They got a Fenway Bowl. Any sponsor. Yeah. Pinstripe Bowl at Yankee Stadium. And uh, Do they yeah. really? Yeah. Yeah, they've had it for several years. Yeah. And, wow. Uh, there's a bowl game at Fenway Park. It's like they have a bowl game I, for almost anything. I think, I think BC is in it this year, Boston College, which is a good idea. Last last year, they had like they had two foreign teams in it. When I say foreign, I mean like Ohio and Kentucky, you know, something oh, like that. Oh, that's normally nobody, not in it. Nobody really cared about it. What? Uh, Ohio? Uh, well, maybe oh. they cared. No, it was in, at Fenway. Oh, I uh, see what you're Nobody in Boston really oh, cared about I was it. Say, Not too many people in Boston really care about college football to begin with. Uh, they don't, even their own local teams, except when Doug Flutie was playing for Boston College. That's about the only time that college football was relevant in, in the Boston area. Now, if you listen to the sports talk shows in Boston, you never 
never hear anything about college football unless the quarterback oh. uh, has a bad game and cries and goes to his mother in the stands afterwards. That's it. Oh, my gosh. Which happened to Caleb Williams, Caleb Williams this year. Mm. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Hey, yeah. and don't go saying crying to their mother because we know there's a quarterback that lives still at home and he's very proud of it. Tommy DeVito, <laughs> yes. what a story. So crying to your mom is okay. Tommy Cutlets, yeah. Oh my I guess God, I've heard about that so much this week. Cutlets, I know. But you guys did a story about the Cutlets. Oh my gosh. The, he is the big story in the it's NFL. As, it's as bad as Taylor Swift's story, folks. Yeah, Get over the yeah. Cutlets. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see what happens on Sunday in Foxborough. Is Taylor Swift going to be there for like a measly one o'clock game? A measly. Oh, you uh, mean as uh, opposed to prime time? Yeah, well, as opposed why did to they say prime, prime time? time? Well, it's four o'clock. Well, I mean, you know, that game uh, Sunday in Foxborough between the Patriots and the Chiefs was originally scheduled as a Monday night game. And the Patriots and the Chiefs game was flexed, as they say in the NFL TV world. It was flexed. And usually when they flex a Monday night game, they put it in. The 4.25 time slot on Sunday, which is also considered a, a valuable time slot to the NFL. Nay, nay, this one was nay, flipped nay. to 1 o'clock, which surprises me. Yes, we know the Patriots are not good. Right now, they're a woeful football team, no doubt about that. But the Kansas City Chiefs are one of the big draws in the NFL. And, I mean, uh, even before Taylor Swift came along with, uh, you know, uh, Patrick Mahomes and, and Kelsey and all the other stars they have on the team, uh, they're a big draw. And I'm surprised that they got taken out of prime time. Uh, but the game they replaced it with uh, was uh, Philadelphia at Seattle. So there you go. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Which will be a, a good game, I think. Uh, and uh, the Eagles have to right the ship a little bit. You know, they've fallen on some hard times recently. So they've got to get their act together. I mean, even though right now, you know, there are three teams in the NFC that have 10-3 and three records. Uh, of them, uh, San Francisco, Dallas, and Philadelphia. Philadelphia has struggled the most lately. And this is when you want to be playing your best football of the year and not your worst football of the year, which the Eagles have been doing uh, lately. So, yes, yeah. So right mm. now, out of those three teams, I, I, if I had to pick right now, okay, let's pick. Right uh, and now. I and I picked before the season on a yes, on a did. podcast uh, that the Eagles and the Bengals would be in the Super Bowl. Uh, I don't think the Bengals are going to make it. Uh, mm. You know, with Joe Burrow out, although uh, Mr. Browning has yeah. done a, a good job. Yeah, uh, but. Uh, I think uh, right now, if I had to pick a team from the NFC, it would be San Francisco. Wow. They, they are playing. Is Purdy still playing? Excellent. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he is. They're, they're talking about him as a possible MVP. Wow. And here's a guy that wasn't, it was the last player drafted. He was Mr. Irrelevant, <laughs> as they call him, a couple of years ago when he was drafted by the 49ers. He was the last player picked. Wow. But, of course... Tommy DeVito does him one better because he was never drafted. Right. right. He's, Tommy's the one that's living with his mother. That's right. Like yes. 12 miles away from MetLife Stadium yes. in, in New Jersey. Yeah, that was cool she seeing She cooks his cutlets. Why do they keep saying cutlets? I'm sure it's more than cutlets. Well, I don't know. They Come on, them. folks. Well, apparently they, Get a uh, life. they, they had a, a little uh, tailgate party before the uh, Giants game this past uh, Monday night. Uh, and uh, they won that game, the Giants. 
uh, over Green Bay. And uh, you changed your prediction I did. just in the nick of time last Friday. And I was doing what Tom had mentioned to you when we just did our picks about, you yeah. know, be careful when you're trying to <clears throat> come up from uh, I know, being on the I know. But that's what I did. You and Tom, we had all, all the chosen same record, the yeah. same. And I'm like, no, taking a chance. It's like. What, what did we say with Andrew? We spin the wheel. That's it. Spin in the wheel. Took That's a chance. It. Spin and the I wheel. happened to win that once. So uh, last week we were all tied at this point. But yes. uh, you had a very good week. Tom was okay. And I, I really, I was one and four. Not a, not a good week for well, me. But you may rebound. You I, may not. Probably not. That's how the ball uh, bounces. And at not. this time of the year, what, season? I mean, game 15, right? This is uh, week 15. Week yep. 15. So this is when things are starting to come down. And even in fantasy football, now in yeah. fantasy football, we're in it's the what? postseason now. The postseason now. For most yes. leagues, yep. Yes. So right. things are really um, so, coming yeah. to the head here. And, um, the, you know, maybe it is too late to come back sometimes for certain teams. You know, the NFL has uh, many, for many years talked about parity in the league, how, yeah. you know, uh, you know, a lot of teams are on equal footing. Uh, there are some that stand out, but uh, there are a lot. Tomorrow, there are three, ga- uh, three games, and of the six teams involved in the games tomorrow, five of them have records of seven and six. I know. Yeah. Wow, that is something. And the first two, Minnesota at Cincinnati and Pittsburgh at Indianapolis, all four of those teams are seven and six. And you picked those. And Denver is seven and six, and they're at nine and four at Detroit. But Sean Payton, uh, the head coach of uh, Denver, has the Broncos playing very well. They got off to a woeful start. I remember the uh, Sunday when they, they gave up 70 points to Miami. But they have certainly rebounded uh, from that. That might have been the best thing that ever happened to them. Because since that time, uh, they've played pretty well. All right, we will uh, take a break in the proceedings. The uh, Golden Globe nominations. Yes, movies. Let's talk some were movies. announced this week. So we'll talk movies and uh, other stuff. Uh, when we continue, Kale and Company Live, Kitty Ray in the house. Yes. Right here. At WKXL, NHTalkRadio.com, we are presented by Northeast Northeast Delta Delta Dental. Dental. Stand by for more terrific excitement on your radio. Don't touch that dial. Welcome back. Kale and Company live here on WKXL. It's a Friday, Friday fun bunch. Two-thirds of us are here. Tom Raffio made a cameo appearance uh, in the opening segment today to give his football predictions and take a whack at uh, Don Johnson's birthday. But uh, anyway, this is a highly scripted show, so we have to uh, stick to it. (laughs) Unlike uh, Ray Dudley's show, which is unscripted, this show is highly scripted. But before we get back to the script, uh, Andrew, our our producer du jour, and uh, he will be... You know, manning manning the board here now, uh, uh, you know, for as long as he can put up with me. But uh, but Andrew, you and and Cat and uh, a multitude of other performers will be uh, on stage starting tonight in Laconia. Correct? That is correct, Ken. Uh, tell us about it. Oh gosh, um, yeah. So, Christmas Carol: The Musical Ghost Story at uh, the Colonial Theater in Laconia starting tonight. Um, it is a version. That was written back in, 
the writer Joel Mercer wrote it back in I think like 2010 or something like that, uh-huh. and uh, it's kind of got a Tim Burton esque feel to it. Ah, uh, the music's all original. Uh, it's a great cast. It's familiar story, but with a fun little twist. A fun little twist. Oh, there's a tease for you. Mm. So that'll be uh, tonight, tomorrow night, and Sunday afternoon. Is that correct? Uh, yep. So tonight, uh, tomorrow afternoon, and tomorrow oh, night, whoa. And, and Sunday whoa. afternoon. Yeah, wow. so four shows. Four shows, Four three shows. Days. Wow. Terrific. And you are playing? I am playing Jacob Marley. Oh, whoa. how about that? Jacob. All mm-hmm. right. Sounds good, and uh, I, I would imagine tickets are rather scarce, but uh, go online and, and find out the uh, beautiful Colonial Theater in uh, downtown Laconia, yep. which is a great spot uh, to see a show. So uh, uh, I guess I, I was going to say something else, but I'll say uh, break a leg. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. Yep. And, and hopefully, uh, <laughs> it, it, <laughs> I remember when uh, the, the producers uh, said break a leg and Somebody broke a leg. Somebody actually yeah, broke a leg. That's yeah. right. That would be that would be uh, Franz Liebkin. That's broke a that's leg. right. That's right, Franz. Yes, yeah, with his birds. And <laughs> you bringing that up as Andrew was in it. No, that, that's was, true. Yes. Was last he year he didn't break. You didn't. I break didn't break your any. Leg. He didn't oh, break okay. a leg. <laughs> I, Connecting the dots. I, I think I think Andrew would make a great Max Bialystok, but he he didn't play that role. But did not. maybe someday down the road, maybe you'll, you'll maybe. have that role. All right, that's a great show. Uh, by the way, uh, December nineteenth, eighteen ninety-five, uh, school teachers Robert Frost and Eleanor White got married. You know Robert Frost, the great uh, poet. Uh, they will honeymoon though. They put off their honeymoon until the following summer, and they honeymooned in beautiful Allenstown. <laughs> I guess they found uh, that uh, during the Christmas season there was no room for them in, in the inns of Allenstown, uh, so they put it off until the summer. Allenstown, New Hampshire, or yeah. Pennsylvania? No, Allenstown, uh, New Hampshire. <laughs> New Hampshire. Wow. Yeah. Wow. No, that's Pennsylvania's something. Allentown. Oh, yeah, that's yeah, right. Allentown. Oh, Jesus. Made, hey. made famous in 42nd Street. Oh, really? And maybe by Billy Joel, yeah. too. But, yes. Yeah. So, Allentown. Uh, yeah. I wonder where they. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder if they have well, a plaque well, up there uh, where. Uh, where Robert Frost yes. honeymooned. Yes. yes. I don't know. We, oh. we know where the Robert Frost home is. Yes. Yes. But uh, anyway, so. That's cool. The, nice. The Golden Globe Awards were announced, and I know uh, Kitty Ray follows that as our resident flick chick. Well, I try. I, I know I you try. do, and, and, and you succeed for the most part. <laughs> but, you know, they're coming out. Well, the nominations were just out, and um, the actual Golden Globe ceremony is in January, on January 7th, and it's going to be on CBS, and it'll also be streamed on Paramount. Plus, plus, plus. Yes. you better have the plus. I know. Want. Yeah, I Just do don't not have, have the regular Paramount. Have the Paramount Plus. Because if you do, folks, you may be you watching might get a last game year's from eighteen ninety two. Yes, yes, so, you may be. When Robert Frost was honeymooning. I don't yes, know. but you know what? I am so amazed by uh, when I was looking at all of the nominations and how they can nominate or how they nominate movies that haven't even. Been out yet? Right, or out. right. Well, I guess the people How who is that? do the nominations might get a sneak preview. Yes, you know, like they have those Monday previews at the at the Regal. Oh, true, and, the mystery movies. Yeah, the mystery yes. movies. Yeah, yes. So they that. probably get a, an advanced screening of it. But yes, 
Do you yeah. have that list? I don't know there? why you're not on the list because you know you're a movie critic. I am. You should be on the list, but I guess you don't have a vote in the Golden Globe you, nominations. You know, as yet anyway. Yes, Ken. You know, we were just recently. Uh, I was invited to talk on John Leahy's podcast. Yes, John, who appears every Monday here yes. on the show. He's our hockey East guru. He is, yeah. and he talks about many things. And he's had you and a number of other local celebrities um, on his podcast, but, you know, not just in the sports world. But so I was really honored to be on his podcast. So we spent about an hour talking about movies and he was asking me these certain questions, you know, like my favorite. Uh, if I could meet someone, uh, an actor or actress, who would it be? And if someone if I had to choose someone to play my life in the movies to yeah. portray me, who would it be? Who, who did you say? For what? Who would portray oh, yes. me? I said Betty White. Well, and that'd be a little tough these days. I know, but yeah. I meant if she if oh, she was oh, still oh. living, and I loved her her humor, her uh, Angeline, how kind she was, yeah. but uh, she animals. could fit yeah. in. Yeah, kind to animals, but just not yeah. that. She everyone loved Betty That's White, true. and she could talk Especially about. Especially Ellen Bubba. I, I yeah, know, yeah, yeah. I know, but I would love Betty White. I loved how she would play certain characters, and and uh, like back in Mary Tyler Moore days, and yeah. and Sue Ann Niven, great. and when she was Rose on the Golden Girls, and, right. so, and right. but she would come across, and she had that best. You know, you thought she was this naive character, and she'd come across and was like, no, that girl's not naive at all. And I love that about yeah. her. So. so Betty White, if yes. you had someone to uh, play the life of Kitty Ray, it would yes. be Betty White. Yeah, because what was it that told Frances McDormand? Someone yes. told us oh, yeah, yeah, a few yeah. years ago when um, that I... I think there's a great was resemblance between you and Frances McDormand. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I um I mean, I, personality-wise, you might be more of a Betty White, but uh, <laughs> looks-wise, you're more of a Frances McDormand. Yes. You know, and she was in one of my um, favorite movies of all time too, is that Three Billboards Outside of Ebbing, Missouri. Yeah. She was in that and I loved it. I loved her in that. All right. So, they nominated the best pictures for the Golden yes. Globes. Oh, yes. In the drama category. And you have the list in I front do. of you cuz I, do. I don't. Okay. Oppenheimer which okay. I know you saw. I've seen that one. Uh, Killers of the Flower Moon, oh. which I know you saw. Maestro. Man. Yes, I haven't Past seen that Past Lives. One. The Zone of Interest. And Anatomy of a Fall. Hmm. Now, I think you've only seen two of those. Yes. Two out of the six. Correct. So, out of the two you've seen, I mean, you can't really make a judgment on the others, but... Maestro is about uh, Leonard Bernstein. Yeah, and that's on Netflix. It's going to be on Netflix. Yeah. I don't believe it's out yet. It will be shortly. And that's um, an acclaimed actor. Who's in that one? Uh, who is that? Bradley Cooper? Bra yeah, yeah, Bradley yeah. Cooper. Yeah. Yes, he's in that. And But Oppenheimer and Killers of the Flower Moon. Now, those two, which one would you pick? Hands down, Killers of the Flower Moon. And actually, I talked about that and, in depth yeah. on the podcast. Yeah. And... Having seen both of them myself, I would agree with you, believe it or not. I would say that uh, out of those two, I would select that, as, that one as well. Yeah. Both are long movies, so if you want to see them both, yeah. you have to uh, you know, cut out plenty of time in your schedule. They're both over three hours, right? Yes, yes, yeah. So, All right, so that was uh, the drama. You're picking Killers of the Flower Moon, mm -hmm. which I think will win because Robert De Niro's in it. Uh, so he'll get a leg up there. 
But I don't think he was really the star in that one. I think there's, I, I think, um, in fact, that next category, I hope you're going to, what is the, are you going to read the next category of you the want an actors? Actor? Yeah. Yeah, because the Lily Gladstone. And well, we'll do that. It's going to, she's actually, she makes that movie, I believe. All right. Yeah. But I'm, I'm saying. She'll win. Yeah. Robert De Niro is nominated as well, but we'll, we'll get to that after the break. We have to take a break already? We have to. I mean, time oh, flies yeah. when you're having fun. Tom's not here to hear me babble on. Uh, <laughs> I haven't seen that movie yet. No, Babylon. I haven't seen Babylon yet. I can't find it. I think they win a prize. I think they, I think they destroyed it. Uh, we'll take a break and be back with more excitement here on this Friday morning. Unless you're listening to the rebroadcast at 7, then it would be Friday evening right here on WKXL, nhtalkradio.com. A delight to have you along with us. We are presented by Northeast Delta Dental. Stand by after these words from our alternate sponsors. Welcome back, Kale and Company Live, Friday Fun Bunch here on WKXL and HTalkRadio.com. Kitty Ray, resident flick chick, is here. She doesn't actually live here. Some people think you live here when I say that. You're the resident flick chick. You don't. You don't live How on, do you know? Don't live on Reddington Road. How do Although you know? Be nice there might be a blue live. tent. Uh, but at any rate, uh, we talked about the uh, best motion picture drama. Okay, best performance by an actress in a motion picture. Lily Gladstone, yes, Killers of the Flower Moon. In your opinion, she wins hands down, correct? Well, seeing that I haven't really seen any of the other ones, well, you except have. for yep. oh, yeah. yeah, continue reading so our listening audience. Well, can... the other one I know you saw was Kaylee, yes, Spainy. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't know if that's yeah. the correct pronunciation, but uh, she was Priscilla Presley in the movie. Priscilla. Correct, which was a very good movie. Yeah, we saw that a couple weeks ago. I didn't really have a chance to talk about it here, but uh, yeah, it's uh, where um, it's about uh, Priscilla and not Elvis. <laughs> it's no, her perceptive, yeah. her perception of it and her life as a teen and when she first meets Elvis and, and their whole courtship and then their ultimate marriage and then their ultimate divorce. And... Um, I think my only complaint about the movie, if I could, it seemed like in this movie, uh, she never ages. Come on, folks, you <laughs> age. <laughs> when it showed the, the, you know, as a teen, as I said, and then as she, uh, when they divorced and they kept her looking very young. And I think they probably did that on purpose because it was a, uh, you know, a, a way for us to feel like she was always innocent of what was going on around her. Also, when you have that much money, you can have a lot of work done, too. Yeah. You know, um, I think she's had more work done since. <laughs> Just saying, <laughs> maybe folks. Not, maybe not for yes. the better. But this movie, though, it um, she actually, she is in Priscilla Presley. She was one of the executive producers. And they, you know, she was pivotal in, in how this movie was projected. You know, it's a biographical yep. drama about it. So, uh, yeah. Sophia Coppola, though, was the director. Yes, and she produced it, and and I. She's the daughter of Francis Ford Coppola. Yeah, I, is she the daughter or the sister? I don't know. Yeah, but she's we'll related. Look that up. But anyway, so it, it was a good movie. I gave it three and a half boxes of popcorn. It's not for me. 
uh, again, I know there's people, and I again, I talked about this uh, uh, on the podcast. There are people out there that who talk about movies can talk about how the camera angle oh, changes yeah. it, how the music influences it, and that is all true. I go and I kind of get my per, my perception of it. Do um, did, is this something that that I would want to see again? And I would see this movie again, but uh, probably I'd wait till it gets when I can see it at home. His daughter. It's his daughter. Sophia. Okay, yeah. And so she's obviously a um, first class, um, and I respect she's her as a producer. She's been around the, the business right. her entire yes. life. Yeah. Okay, so uh, let's So Priscilla, we'll to... but I don't think she, no I think way. Lily Gladstone still, based on what you asked, it would, but I, it may change. This might be a last minute change once I see the other ones. All right. Uh, so let's see. Best motion picture, musical or comedy. The nominees are Barbie, Poor Things, American Fiction, The Holdovers, May, December, and Air. That's the Michael Jordan saga. Wow. Yeah. So I know you've seen uh, three of those at least. Wow. In Barbie, Holdovers, and Air. Yes. Yeah. Uh, but I did see a fourth one. Oh, I saw did? May December last oh, night. Instead did. of watching oh. that basketball, I mean that <laughs> talk football game, <laughs> and they're calling that a comedy, uh, it, it, musical or comedy. It says, yeah. Wow, wow! I saw it as very intense. Unless I saw maybe last year, two years ago. <laughs> maybe movie it was another folks. May, December. <laughs> but this is the one that was maybe on. that was December, May. Natalie know. Portman and uh, Julianne Moore and Charles Melton is in this movie. And it was very deep. I mean, I it was really about, it's loosely based on the, um, is it, what is it, uh, Mary Lou Letourneau. And oh, yeah. her dating oh, okay. and marrying yeah. a sixth grade student or a seventh grade student that she had a relationship with. Oh, yeah. So I am confused on this one. Well, I didn't think one thing was funny about this movie. Well, pick, <laughs> pick your winner. I'm going to say Barbie. I'm going with Barbie. Yeah. I, I mean, uh, you know, I sort of saw that. I, I fell asleep. You fell asleep, folks. Was, Is that what that means? A late, late showing of Barbie. After a long day in the sun, uh, but uh, <laughs> I, I fell asleep, <laughs> missed most of it. That's uh, no reflection on the movie, folks. There may be a content. I'll, I want to go see Poor Things, and that looks very intriguing. And uh, right now, I'm going to say Barbie. I'm going to say Barbie. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. So let's see. Now we have best performance by an actor in a motion picture. Nicholas Cage. In Dream Scenario. I heard. I haven't seen that yet. That's supposed to be really good. Timothy Chalamet in Wonka. And I'll be watching that this weekend. Matt Damon in Air. He was good. Paul Giamatti in The Holdovers. Mm. I enjoyed that movie very much. Very much. Joaquin Phoenix in Bo is Afraid. Seen that one. Uh, he was in another movie too, Napoleon. How about that? I know he gets a nomination for. Well, I don't know if he was. He was not nominated no. for Napoleon. I don't see Napoleon it's anywhere not. on that list. Yeah, but this is only for the Golden Globes. So yeah, well, when the okay. but, uh, Oscars come out, American fiction Jeffrey Wright. I'm not familiar with that one, but uh, yes. At any rate, out of those that you have seen, well, 
And you want to see Wonka yes. soon? I've only seen Paul, the holdovers in this group. So Paul and Ayer, you've seen Ayer. Oh, yes. yes. Yeah, I keep forgetting about Ayer. Yeah. And that might say something. <laughs> Jeez, I enjoyed it. It was a good movie. No, yeah. it was. It was a good it movie. It seems like it's ancient history by this it time. It does. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it does though. Paul Giamatti yeah. in this, he he was great. I loved his character. I loved him, and and I think almost anything he touches or he's in, he's he's and, awesome. And I did not know until recently that he is in fact the son of the late former base, baseball commissioner Bart Giamatti, who uh, died at a very young age. Uh, was it, I thought one of the better commissioners, maybe the best commissioner of my lifetime. Because he, he knew the game, he enjoyed the game, he he was a commissioner like a fan would be a commissioner. And I think that's good. That's cool. I think that's good. And uh, Bart Giamatti, he went, he went to Yale, Bart did, and Paul did as well. Wow. Paul Giamatti, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, a, he's a great actor. Yeah, so. yeah. So anyway. Yeah. Uh, today... Anything else? Did you want to add anything else no, about the, no, uh, the I just, Golden Globes? I, no, there's more. But the, set aside, folks. Yeah, uh, we'll be talking 7th. about this because it's yeah. just beginning. Just like the bowl games, so's the awards. So this will be starting. What, which which is the one? Jesus, uh, his name escapes me right now. But uh, he was the guy, the driving force behind the office. The comedian, uh, Gervais, Ricky Gervais. Ricky Gervais. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, is he on this one? He's on one of them. He's he not is. on the Academy Awards. I no, think he's been not, banned but, from that. But uh, but he when he does something, yeah. he's very funny. Yes. Uh, I hope he's doing this. Are one. you talking about as an award as he, like as like a presenter, or yes. the host, or whatever? Yeah. He's he's very good. Yeah, at I know it. they've kind of shied away from some when <laughs> yeah, because he's funny and uh, <laughs> yeah. But and anyway, he sometimes. makes me laugh. Anyway, uh, today, by the way, is International Tea Day, and tomorrow tea. is the uh, 250th anniversary of the Boston Tea Party, which I always remember the date because it was my mother's birthday, the uh, celebration of the Boston Tea Party. That's right. Mary Kay. Uh, that's tomorrow. But today is International Tea Day, so I'm going to grab one of those candy canes that we have upstairs Okay. and uh, make a cup of tea uh-huh. when I get home and put the candy cane in the tea. And here's to Mary Kale. There you go. Uh, today is also National Cupcake Day. Oh, yeah. National Cupcake Day. Do you have any cupcakes upstairs? I don't. It's uh, National Gingerbread Latte Day. I love gingerbread. A lot of people don't like gingerbread. I, I like love it. As long as you load it with whipped cream, that's that's good. Oh. Uh, it, but today is Gingerbread Latte Day. Latte. Uh, National Ugly Christmas Sweater Day. As you can see, I'm wearing my ugly it. Christmas sweater today. Uh, National... Wear your pearls day. Are you wearing your pearls, Kitty Ray? I know because I've missed this. Ah, I need to go home and change. Change into your pearls. Uh, Underdog day and cat herders day. (gasps) It's a day to herd cats. Oh, my God. Watch out, cat. There you go. And we have two other celebrity birthdays. Uh, In addition to Don Johnson, who is 74, we have uh, drummer Dave Clark. Of the Dave Clark Five. No way. He is celebrating He's today. He's still alive? As only Dave Clark can. Is this truly He's Dave Clark alive. from Dave yes, Clark Five? Yes, yes, yes. You could see me. I'm a yep. pretending Kicks I'm doing and all that drum. stuff, yep. Wow. How old is he? He's a, he has to be old. He has to be like 80-something, well, 82. it depends on your perspective. 82. Uh, it, this age gets younger every year. I know. Uh, 84, Dave Ooh. Clark. And Cindy Birdsong, an original member of the Supremes. 
With Diana Ross and Mary something? Well, yeah. <laughs> one of the Mary Wells or someone. <laughs> uh, 80s or two as well. 86. 84. She and Dave Clark. Cindy Birdsong and Dave Clark born on the same day. Just same like you year. and John Travolta. Just like me and John Travolta. That's why there's such a resemblance between us. By the way, he's yeah. John Travolta's the, the actor I want to meet. If I could meet someone, it'd be John Travolta because I want to dance with him. You want to dance with John Travolta? Yes. Well, I'm sure he would want to dance with you. Oh, as, yes, he as would. Well, just like he did. Uh, what was that movie? Uh, I know, I know, not Grease, but the, the Pulp Fiction. Uh, Pulp Fiction. Yes. yes. Pulp Fiction. Yeah. Who did he dance with there? It was a famous actress. It is Uma. Oh, Uma. Thurman. Uma. 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 Yes. I want to dance with him like Saturday Night Uma, Fever. Oprah. Uma. Remember when Dave yes, Letterman did that? Saturday Night Fever, though, is how I want to dance with no, him. Oh, not like, not like uh, Pulp Fiction. No. No. Okay. All right, we're running out of time here on this scripted program. <laughs> Non-scripted. Uh, <laughs> no, it is scripted. Uh, yeah. Which is it? Uh, uh, Ray Dudley is unscripted. We oh, are right. we are thoroughly scripted here, and we hope everyone has a very good weekend. And remember, folks, always look on the bright side of life.